Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Comic Confidential, the weekly show where we discuss our favorite things from popular culture. My name is Cade, and today I'm your host. I'm the uh, the guy that's running this mayhem of uh, podcasting, I will call it. And luckily enough, I am joined by Rachel and Amy for the first time ever. Yo! Hello! This is a, uh, a very unique uh, combination because since the show has come back on the air, we haven't done this one before. No. We no, we not. haven't. We this haven't. This is a, the vir- what is it? The, I nearly said virgin voyage, the maiden voyage. I mean, Amy, could we go both ways? Who knows? Who knows? We'll find out on this We can, we can go rules. any way you want, baby. <laughs> Excellent. I'm down for this. I'm ready. Look, I don't know if you're trying to do like proper, proper little segues, but that's actually working really well because today we are here to talk about the fantastic TV show brought to you by Disney Plus. Get it today for twelve $12 a month. <laughs> Something like that. Use Comic Con Pod on checkout like for zero percent off. Uh, yes, we are here to talk about Loki. <laughs> yeah, we are. Okay. So, and, and he does go every way and any way that he wants. So, yep. Uh, he he but, actually goes more ways than you you may be prepared to to learn because the dude's fucked a horse before. <laughs> I have heard this, and I'm not surprised. As a horse, though, so like. Is that bestiality? As a whole? Yeah. So it's like for like, really. Mm. <laughs> Rachel's not convinced. She's like, is it though? Really? But he he did like make a, a spawn. Like another horse was made from this lovemaking session and it had eight legs. Octa horse. <laughs> we have taken a deep dive here. Like wow. straight up. It's like this we haven't right. even started yet, but no. all right, this is where we are. Yeah, so this uh, is the theme for the rest of the episode. Loki's. This got- is why the three of us don't do. <laughs> yeah, look, Loki's yeah. got a lot of lot of weird history to him, and uh, I do believe, and uh, you know what, some listener will probably correct me, and I don't care, but uh, I believe it's genuine, like Norse uh, mythology. That's real. That happened. The horse? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've read it all over the internet, so it has to be true. Has to be true. I saw a meme of it. So, you know, like, Loki's out there clapping them horse cheeks, and I'm all for that. I saw several memes and subreddits. So, you know. I'm pretty sure there's a gif of it, so it's real life now. It's fact. Mm Mm-hmm. Signed, sealed, delivered. Something only like ever exists the in the uh, the zeitgeist if a GIF exists of it. Mm. <laughs> mm, I agree. Anyway, we have all watched Loki though the TV series on Disney Plus, which is I'm a so really proud big achievement for me. Right? I just I'm wanted really to let everybody proud. know because I said to Troy, who is conveniently not here, that I would watch this show, and I did. I was true to my word, and I did it. So, uh, do I remember everything? 
Absolutely not. Well, let's start with Here you then, are. Amy, because I want to test your memory. <laughs> oh, what, God. What do you think of Loki? I liked Loki. I was very confused many times, um, but I didn't mind that so much. I kind of just was along for the journey. I, I really just like Tom Hiddleston. I'm, I've said it. That's uh, really the crux of it all. Um, and if you disagree, you can fight me. Line up outside. But I um, I did like the series in all. I guess it's left a lot to the imagination now, which I didn't. I never love a cliffhanger. So the whole ending is a, I know that it's opened up a heap of things. I haven't seen any of the other um, shows, I will say. So I haven't seen WandaVision. I haven't watched um, the, what is it? Falcon, Falcon and the, and the Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Um, which I assume ended on similar type vibes. Am I right? No, absolutely no, not. No? <laughs> okay, well, so I've watched the one that ended on a cliffhanger. But anyway, um, all in all, I I rate it. I reckon it, it's it's a hit for me. Rachel, okay. what about yourself? Like, oh, actually, Amy, um, before mm. I let you off the hook that that long, like, was there any standout <laughs> moments in the in the series for you? Because like this this is a, a TV show that has. And I don't mean to try and make it sound deeper than what it is, but there's so many mm-hmm. layers to it. Um, yes. Because the the one thing that I noticed with this TV show is that you can actually build such a better connection with the, the Loki character over two episodes than I did over, you know, 24 Marvel movies, which yeah. is kind of <laughs> ridiculous because, you know, Loki is this, He's essentially one of the the main drivers behind um, phase one, essentially phase Mm. two. And uh, I reckon the guy probably has less than maybe half an hour screen time, maybe an hour screen time, but in in that whole, that whole series. And then Mm. he he gets his own TV show and you're just learning so much about him. Yeah, it's very true. And I guess the interesting thing in all of that is the Loki we see at the start of this series isn't the one, you know, we finished off with when, you know, Thanos, spoiler alert, everybody, when he was killed by Thanos. So he hadn't had any of that character development at all. He was essentially the shitbag Loki that we kind of hated because he was so mischievous. Steals the Tesseract and then, bam, he's got his own alternative TV show that um, we get another character development occurring. Like it's like a completely different person, but he still kind of arrives as a semi-good guy. Um, which I really enjoyed. That was one part of it that I quite enjoyed. I also love that Owen Wilson was in this. <laughs> like if there's going to be any standout thing for me, it's going to be that Owen Wilson was in this TV show uh, and he was pretty good. But um, so what'd you say? You wanted a standout moment. Is that one of the things you were looking yeah. for? I'm just trying to think. Like, do you, part do, do you have a high and do you have a low? The low for me is definitely twofold because although I get why it finished the way it did, I really hate when things finish on a cliffhanger like that. So that's going to be a low for me just because it's purely something that annoys me. The high for me was probably the whole concept of the different Lokis and seeing all of those different things, Um, particularly having Sylvie there as like, you know, the main baddie in all of it, but she's still effectively a Loki and all of that kind of stuff, that was really interesting to me. So I liked all of that sort of development that happened in that space. I especially loved the alligator Loki. What was his name? Croaky? Cro- whatever. <laughs> that guy. Alligator Loki. Alligator Loki. Alligator. He's got like a nickname on the internet. Um, I really Is don't it? know what it is. I feel like it's Croaky, but I could just be making that up too. I could have just read it somewhere and then I've adopted it. So 
But um, yeah, I think that whole concept of having all of the different Lokis for me was something that really stood out. Um, so that's going to be me. There you go. Signed, sealed, delivered, done. Nice, nice. What about you, Rachel? What do you think of the the series as a whole? And uh, did you have any high points and low points about it? Um, yeah, I really li- I, I liked it. I was more engaged with Loki than I was with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, less engaged, though, than with WandaVision, so it was kind of a nice middle ground. Um, I, you know, like if I had to give it, if I had to give it like a score out of 10, I'd probably give it only a six, Mm -hmm. which is kind of disappointing because I was so excited about it. But then I realized that I'm not actually one of those Loki fangirls. So, um, sorry, Ames, but we can disagree. I'm not not a fan. You know, I'm not I'm not one of those that's just like, oh, my God, Loki, he's the best and whatever. <laughs> you know, I think it's because I find it kind of similar to Deadpool. I've never – I've not really met anybody who has successfully described to me why exactly they like Loki other than, oh, he's such a dickhead. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're just not appealing to me at all. Um, I did really enjoy um, seeing – that secondary character development come around. So you kind of watch him through the MCU, have his character development, and then you get to see it again. And like you said, Kate, it's over the course of a couple of episodes. So I, and this kind of ties into my high point, which is the humanity that's given to Loki when he has to watch Mm. Um, what was meant for him in that sacred timeline, you know, what was to come and what should have happened for him. And he has to watch his family die, has to watch himself die. And just seeing um, the emotional resonance of that, um, I thought that was definitely a high point for me. And Tom Hiddleston did an incredible job there. Um, other than that, you know, yeah, like Amy seeing all of the different kinds of Lokis. Um, I love that one of them was called Boastful Loki. <laughs> just, <laughs> just because. But no, he was just there because he was just really full of himself. I love that they fought amongst themselves and that Loki kind of, you know, the Loki that we know watched on and was like, oh, my God, this is Aesthetic. because then I kind of felt like yeah dude this is how I feel about your character <laughs> so, <laughs> I kind of related to him in that way um felt like the romance was a little bit contrived so that would be my low point it was like it was like was that necessary like the show itself was fine it had a lot of stuff going for it um, I wasn't super wowed by it, but if I had to pick a low point, it would probably be that um, really forced romance. Yeah, I agree I didn't, with you. Yeah, I did. I mean, I didn't Same. like hate it, but I, I think wouldn't have cared if it didn't happen. And probably prefer that it wouldn't have. I think where they're going with it all, because I completely agree. I was like, why is this happening? Also, is this slightly weird that they're the same thing, just in a different timeline? Couldn't really get my Mm. head around that, but I agree. However, I think when I thought on it, I was like, possibly because, you know, there's a line where, you know, Loki kind of says, I can't remember what it was, betrayed everybody that I've ever loved type thing. 
Uh, yeah. Um, and then in the end, he sort of gets betrayed, if you want to call it that, by somebody who he was developing feelings and things for, weird mm. as it may be. Possibly maybe to try and teach a bit of a lesson in that space, but I do agree. It's, it was weird and sort of out of place for me in the vibe of the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Th- there's so many kind of polarizing aspects to this whole TV series because I, I was kind of, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I really like the TV show, but mm-hmm. I think the, the character development for this Loki character, like they, they try to hit it home too hard and too quickly because there's yeah. a, there's a moment in, I think it might've been the first or second episode uh, where Loki is brought to the, the TVA and he learns that they've got an insane collection of uh, infinity stones just oh, yeah. sitting in their drawer. And that yeah, was kind of paperweights. Yeah. And it was kind of like a, a world crushing moment for him because it's kind of like, you know, his, and you got to remember like his story in the MCU technically at this point is only short because mm-hmm. he's only got the one infinity stone that's been given to him. So it was kind of weird that his whole world just kind of crumbled because he saw a drawer full of them when, yeah. you know, like that, that journey hadn't been taken on by him yet. And mm. the, the Loki that is supposed to be in this movie is supposed to be a downright prick. Mm. You know, like this is the, yeah. this is yeah. the motherfucker that kills Coulson. This is the, the Loki who is like ruthless and just wants to, to rule with, you know, no limit. Yeah. I think they relied too much on what the audience already knew about the other Loki. Yeah. That mm. they, and they kind of went, oh, they'll forget. But you know what? <laughs> Marvel shills, we never really forget, do we? No, no. <laughs> it's implanted in my memory. But yeah, I don't know. It was, it was just, it seemed like a really quick turn of events. Uh, I guess not events, but like quick turn of character for it because I like Dickhead Loki. Mm. When he's being like peak dickhead, when he's being of evil, you do. but that's but that's his <laughs> thing. Like I don't like Loki because you know he's just like he's a bad character. But when he's bad, that's when he's his best. So mm. for for him to turn around so quickly in this, I thought that was a, a little bit weird. Um, mm. But it it does take us down this other route of like, did him seeing his like entire life play out in fast forward did that make him realize that maybe he needs to change well that's the way that i took it and that's and that's why it was the highlight for me Mm. so it's you know i think that if you kind of put yourself in those shoes and you see the things that he saw um Mm. you'd probably come out of it a changed person i am yeah like that whole scene with um like him watching his mother die and things like that and then how he sort of took a weird path and then you know changed and sort of came full circle I guess it would be quite confronting I imagine to watch all of that in quick time and then you know be expected to just carry on Mm. I am so highly disappointed in one thing okay what's that but I'll tell you (laughs) right after this break Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I am disappointed that none of you... (laughs) I am so disappointed that none of you have mentioned... In a win, how badass classic Loki is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so Richard E. Grant is like my boo. <laughs> and I love Here she him. goes. <laughs> and seeing him like in the spandex, like just mm. full, like he's, he's not dad energy, but he's not quite grandpa energy. He's like, un- <laughs> he's like uncle Forbidden energy. Forbidden uncle. He's peak. He's he's peak, uncle. <laughs> peak uncle and him raising like Asgard out of the thing in the, in that the last, so oh, cool. that was fucking cool. Bro. And like they he's were cool. fucked without him. Absolutely. Yeah, they real. were going to get destroyed. There was going to be for no real. more Loki. And then up, up he comes just like this magical, wonderful uncle. Forbidden uncle. In He's a spandex uncle and we love him. With some weird horns that we don't know how we feel about. No, we know how we feel about them and we love them. Oh, okay. All right, I'll get on board with it just because it is Horns forever. Even the alligator wore the horns. Oh, that's true. He did. He loved them. All right. I I digress. You know, I want to see season two pull that character in. Because, mm-hmm. you know, this whole multiverse thing that happened, spoiler, at the end of this this TV show. Um, <laughs> because, honestly, he was a complete unsung hero in this whole TV uh, series. And the, and the thing is, that Loki is the one that has the most heart and has the most soul. Because he mm-hmm. went through everything that I guess we'll call our current Loki did, but mm-hmm. survived and went and... Mm-hmm lived in solitude to re- learn his his lessons on his own and he, you know, he came out of it saying, yeah, I'm a pretty big piece of shit, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just, yeah. I guess I'll save these other Lokis now with my mad skills. Yeah. What do you think of Sylvie? Because I was like, I don't know about Sylvie. I feel like that was just a an obvious MacGuffin for the, for the TV show that. Yeah. I mean, she's fine. She's cool. Whatever. I don't care she, about her. She gave me like, um, if I want to say like normal Loki vibes, like, you know, the where you just don't know if you can trust her, you don't know what she's going to do. I think, you know, the Loki we've ended up with, you can kind of see his trajectory, like he's on the path to good if we want to call it that. Yeah. Whereas the Sylvie Loki, you just got no idea. I have no idea what she's doing or, you know, where she's going to end up or if she's going to fucking kill everybody. Who knows? Yeah, absolute wild card. I agree. I think it's, uh, yep. uh, you know, yeah. an interesting character. I wonder if they'll ever mm. do anything with her moving forward. Um, mm. You know, maybe, maybe. They probably will, I think, because it's particularly because this is now a Disney thing. And, Dis- like, Sylvie to me screamed, okay, um, we've got to put a strong female, morally ambiguous character into all of this. So I think that they'll just continue to to bring her in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So 
here's the question. We end the series with Sylvie killing, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but that was Kang or a variant yeah, of Kang. a variant of him. Um, I loved how they did that because it's kind of like the quirky nerdy dude one at the end and he's just kind of keeping the universe together with like string and tape. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And he kind of just goes, look, if you kill me, man, there's just going to be mad amount of bad versions of me coming for you. Mm -hmm. So uh, what's, what's season two got for us? Where do you think they go from here? Or maybe a better question would be is what's, what does this mean for the future of the MCU? Because that's coming first. So yeah, what, we have Spider-Man what I really and we have Doctor want Strange. to see, like what I need to see, I need it. Somebody get him a hair tie. <laughs> yes, I do Just agree. Just get him a hair tie. Stop with the dramatic hair flipping. It's not attractive. Hair's greasy as fuck. You need to wash it. But in the meantime, put it up in a man bun. For God's sake, somebody get that man a hair tie. Yeah. And if he leaves all that oily hair in his skin, he's going to get pimples. He's going to get pimples, yo. (laughs) Season two, the quest for a hair tie. (laughs) Uh, I agree. But I also think it's this whole um, only second to the hair tie, right, is the, the, you know, the whole multiverse thing, right? So we've got he's been sent back, if you want to call it that, by Sylvie to the TVA or our TVA. It's completely different to when he left. And you kind of saw, you know, the monitor, the weird Jurassic Park monitor presentations that we had. We had so many different branches of different, you know, blips, if you want to call it, and different things happening. And if this is all happening in like a concurrent timeline, I guess if we want to call it that in a series of events of all of these shows we've got, what does that mean for the next, you know, Marvel movie that comes out? Which I don't know which is that is. Is that a Doctor Strange coming out next? Or? No, it's Spider-Man, I believe. Spider-Man, well, Spider-Man will be the one that's affected the most by Yes, okay. Yeah, I think so. Because it's called No Way Home. Is that right? Yeah. Spider-Man. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I guess kind of alludes to possible maybe big changes in that that multi well whatever multiverse we've ended up in i just think really the ending of this whole season this season means different things like what is it going to do to these movies we've got is it going to reset things that have happened are we going to see people come back who we think are dead like has it just sort of set a clean slate from here on in and marvel can do anything they fucking want now that there's multiverse Mm. yeah what do we think about that i think like i'm i'm super pumped for phase four Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that these these new shows and new movies in particular are setting up two separate stories. I think that's what's mm-hmm. happening here is we've got um, one set of stories that's setting up the villain, which is clearly going to be Kang the Conqueror, mm-hmm. and then we've got another set that's setting up the team that will fight him. So that's where you've got your Scarlet Witch, um, and spoilers for those who haven't seen Black Widow, Widow that's where you've got um, other people from that movie um, once you get to the end coming into um, that universe as well. So I think we're going to see Kang the Conqueror as this main villain. He'll be 
the new Thanos and then you're going to have kind of the new Avengers coming in as well. And I, so I think it's getting really, really well set up. And um, I don't know if you guys have seen all of the interviews and stuff from the past, but um, Tom Hiddleston like ages ago had some sort of an interview where he was asked about um, Loki possibly having a love interest sometime in the future. And his answer was cryptic or it seemed cryptic at the time and he said something along the lines of first he has to love himself, which Mm. clearly was uh, alluding to Sylvie um, because it's a version version of himself. And now all of these other... um, interviews are resurfacing and one of them being with um, Tom Holland, like absolutely shitting his pants when somebody's asking him about the possibility of bringing in other Spider-Mans. Mm-hmm. So I think that the actors know what's going on and they've known for a long time what's going to happen. Um, mm. I do think that there's definitely going to be a lot of multiverse stuff going up, going on, like all of these doors have opened. But you know what, there's a huge question for me that's come out from Infinity War and Endgame, like with this whole TVA situation, and it's that if there were, so Strange said that there were like, he looked at all of the possibilities. Mm. How could he have when there was only one of them that was ever going to be allowed in the first place? That's a good question. Yeah, uh, but the is. thing is, he could have also been looking at other realities. Hmm. Oh, so after? It's so confusing. I don't get time travel, man. I don't want to do that anymore. And this is, this is my big worry about where this whole phase four is going. I don't deal well with time travel, right? I feel like every time I watch something related to time travel, I think I understand it. And then I watch the next thing and I'm like, well, that fucking doesn't make sense based on what I thought yeah. I knew. So, like in, in, in the end game like, when they were like, everything. we've got to put the stones back exactly where they found them. I was like, what? You've already <laughs> fucked things up. Everything's broken. <laughs> it's broken, dude. <laughs> but I mean, when you think about that, when I like now after watching Loki and you're like, oh, everything's broken. But was it really? Because like they didn't intervene with anything. They just like, you know what? This is your path. No, because that was go. like, that was the one thing that was supposed to happen, which is why it's like, why were you sitting there strange doing your thing with all your 14 million <laughs> possibilities? And it's like there were no 14 million possibilities. There was, there was fucking one the whole time. And like, yeah, oh. you said there was only one way you'd survive, but like that was that was the one, the, one. the one. Well, uh, it, the Highlander, you know, it, of the fucking. It, what it does is it creates like a, a sliding doors paradox, right? So, yes. you know, it's like you have two cans of drink in front of you. One's a Coke, one's a Pepsi, and in this one moment of time, you've taken a Coke, and in another universe, you've taken the the Pepsi. So you've gone off on two different, two yeah. different like the, timelines. The only problem that I have with that is that previously the TVA would have kicked your ass if you picked the Coke instead of the Pepsi or, or whatnot because you were always meant to pick this thing and not that thing because only one timeline's allowed. But yeah, now I don't, I don't pretend to understand the TVA. <laughs> But you know what? I also I also think that the TVA is only there for Loki's. 
Do you? Well, yeah, well. Interesting. Because there were only Loki's that, in the void, weren't exactly. there? Exactly. So, you know, I, I do believe that. Owen Wilson went there. He went there. Yeah, but not by. As a, a supporting character yeah. for Loki. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I honestly think the TVA was only ever made for Loki <laughs> because it's said that the. Was there anybody on that ship? You know that ship? The ship? Mm. Were any of them Loki's? I don't know what ship you're talking about. (laughs) There was a ship. A ship. (laughs) There was a massive in the void. There was like a massive navy ship. That was a hydra ship. That just hydra. Yeah. So you know that 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 could have been a part of a. Loki Loki could have stolen that in one of his mischievous escapades. Yeah. So you know, I think the TVA only exists because the you know Uh, Kang says that uh, the the only people that could ever stop me was. You. Loki. Yeah, so it was all set so up. So even if there were other people that were in there, it's only because they were directly related to a Loki. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, there, there was like some kind of knockoff type of thing because you have a look. I believe in the entire TV show that they only showed one other prisoner and that was it. And it wasn't alluded to that. The that- one... Was a the one in the line before yeah, him? Yeah, in in, yeah. in episode one, there was no no other character that wasn't a Loki in there. But well, all of the like, TVA agents were variants too. Variants pulled in to control a Loki, but they could all be Lokis. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That's very interesting because Loki's what the Norse god of. Mayhem and mischief and all mischief, of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Essentially, things that would cause the timeline to break off, right? Mischief, mischievous things. So that's not a bad, you know, what are we on? Theory. I didn't think about it like that. That's for sure. Yeah. So yeah, this I is think what time it's... travel does. Too many options. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't it's think too it's... much, guys. It's too much. I don't think you need to think of like the the future of the MCU going forward to be time travel. I think you just need to think of it as. Uh, just dimension hopping or something like that because no, it's the same thing, Kate. <laughs> it's too much. I think I think for I the, just, the the simplest the simplistic view is uh yeah just multiverse and jumping multiverses because you know we got the Spider Man coming out. There's no secret that you know there's going to be a ton of Spider Man in that uh, in that movie and literally Doctor Strange movies. Doctor Strange's movie is called Multiverse of Madness. So, yeah. you know, yep. it's happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just going to go into every movie or TV show now with a blank slate and be like, anything's possible. We'll just see where this lands. Mm, yeah, and, and that's yeah. the thing because, you know, Doctor Strange is going to be this kind of like culmination of all these TV series of WandaVision, of, um, of Loki and of whatever comes next mm. because there's there's a I think what's going to happen in Doctor Strange is that we're going to see a Doctor Strange and Loki team up movie here Hoo-hoo. and they're going to have to team up to go down against Nightmare and uh, the Scarlet mm. Witch Ooh. because here's, Ooh, I like that here's my, here's, like my that. here's my hot take I reckon that uh, Nightmare is going to use the uh, I guess thought of her children uh, throughout the multiverse 
and mm. Scarlet Witch is just going through causing like just mayhem through mm-hmm. through everything. And uh, Doctor Strange and Loki will team up, and it'll be like a like a magic uh, good cop bad cop type of thing. Well, I guess Loki will have to get some revenge on Doctor Strange, and therefore making him fall for half an hour. But this Loki never did that. <gasps> he didn't. See, this is what I mean. I forget things. But he watched. He would have watched some of his life, I guess. Oh, I see where you're mm-hmm. going. Also, this Loki doesn't know this Doctor Strange, so. He will only know oh, him man, through I'm these. I'm already confused. Yeah, so he'll only know him through these like little passing events that he may have watched or read about. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm really excited about the future of this because it really does open up a, a really cool. I guess you know you can really speculate about anything that's going to happen here, and anything can happen, like you said, Amy. And it's you can just say multiverse. Mm. Yep, it's multiverse. You know, it's the effect of the multiverse. Yep. Yeah. Which am I mad about? Not really. I'm kind of keen to see some new weird things. Will I understand them all? No. But oh well. I'm just keen to see where they go with season two because yeah, those two movies are mm. going to be really big critical drivers for this. And uh, where it goes after here, who knows? Because mm. could we just see a, a Loki going through all the multiverses to find Sylvie and to just defeat all the Kangs that are out there? Yeah, could be. Hey, on Kang, was he, refresh my memory, was he like a villain for the Fantastic Four yes, at any was. point in time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So do you think we're going to see some of that come into play quite soon? Yeah, 100%, or, I reckon. Yeah, I thought I remembered um, a comic with that in it. And but. he's going to be the main villain in um, the upcoming Ant-Man. Ant-Man movie, yeah. Yep, yep, definitely will be. But uh, what what I think? Do you think they're getting the Thunderbolts together? Because I do. Yes, I think they're getting the Thunderbolts Absolutely. together for real. Because because who have we got? So we've got Zemo now, mm-hmm. and we've got um, Yelena, and we've got um, US in agent. the Hawkeye movie. Oh yeah, US agent um, Hawkeye, obviously mm-hmm. as well. Um, there's more. I swear, there's Who's more left. Um. I think wasn't Green Goblin and Venom both part of it as well? All I'm keen for is when are we going to see Red Hulk? Yeah. Ooh. Because General Ross is the uh, the Red Hulk. Ross is Red Hulk, yeah. Yeah. See, this is what I mean. Like all of these things you start talking about that come out of one little piece of one show – there are so many different possibilities well, that come from this. Red Hulk was in the Thunderbolts too. Well, maybe they Red are Hulk. Thunderbolts, and so assembled. and so was and so was Bucky. So mm. I think that's how everything's going to end up tying together is through Thunderbolts versus Kang. That's ambitious, that's and theory. I dig it. Yeah, I'm I like sticking it. to it. I like it because you know it's kind of like an expendable team as well. So. Mm. Yeah, because you know that's the whole yeah. the whole reason that kind of team exists. So yeah, I uh, mm. I like it. I like it. We need to do like a an episode speculating what's happening next or something like that. Yeah, but listen, this is me at peak geek, and I don't think I can get much <laughs> geek here. So <laughs> we'll tag you out for Troy. We'll get him back in. But uh, yeah. let's uh, There'll let's, definitely be enough geeks for all of us. Let's be honest. So let's uh, let's refresh. So Amy, what do you think of? Uh, of Loki, was it was a hit or shit? It was a hit. I'm going to call it a hit. 
Do you want me to rate it like Rachel did? No. Would that give you a good? No. Yeah, we're going to hit them. No. All right, you set the rules, whatever. And, and Rachel, you, you think it's a hit? I think it's a hit. It, it was over five, so, you know, that's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> and look, what about th- you, Kate? I think it's a hit. I think, it's a, I think it was a really fun TV show. Um, I think they just kind of hammed up a little bit too hard on the uh, on the love interest that didn't need to mm. happen uh, mm. and kind of just made Loki good too quickly. Yeah. I wanted him to be- It was a, a limited series or as we thought. Um, so- yeah. yeah, I wonder at what point they decided to uh, go, you know what, season two, put it out yeah. there. <laughs> season two of this limited series coming right at you. Mm. They lied. They That's lied. It. So is it the first one that's been um, greenlit for a season two yeah. of this series? That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. So I'm super keen to see where uh, we go with it. But that's going to do it for today. Comic Confidential mm-hmm. will be back with a brand new episode next week. But in the meantime, if you like what you've heard, why not do one of three things. You can do more. I'm not saying you have to just do one. You are dragging this out so much. Um, Jesus no, Christ. No, look, first thing you can do is hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast <laughs> app that you are listening it to. Uh, secondly, you could leave us a review. You know, that can be arranged from one to five stars, five being the highest, one being the lowest, or oh, do an ironic, sake. do an ironic one and give us a one star with a really good uh, written review in there. Mess with people. <laughs> Or the final thing you can do, or, you know, join it. Go for a combo deal. Uh, Tell a friend about us. Tell a friend about the show and just say, hey, look, you might enjoy this. These guys get their geek on and uh, it could be a little bit fun. Fun and freaky. (laughs) Who hurt you? No one hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, look. I still have a little bit more to go. Look, if you want to get in contact with the show or just join in on the conversation, the links for the socials are in the show notes below. And don't forget to join the Comic Confidential listener community on Facebook. And finally, Comic Confidential is part of the CC Radio Network, along other great shows like The Countdown with Paul and Wayne and my very own podcast. Here he goes. This is what he's been waiting for. Paranormal and UFO (laughs) podcast. All of this is just a lead up to him promoting the leave. This was just one giant ad for my other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's it. We're done. Uh, thank you for listening. As always, my name's Cade. My name's Amy. My name's Rachel. And you have been listening to Comic Confidential. Seriously, I'm going to hit you, bro. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 